Kane, thanks so much for joining us on the show again, brother. It's good to see you. My pleasure, as always. Always a, a treat to see the Nev Meister doing his thing, taking care of business. In in the room of doom. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big fan of that. Yeah, well, it's the uh it's the nerdy room of doom. But uh <laughs> man, the first time I saw you, apart from like two minutes ago. Uh, was at Emperor in Brisbane, and that was an incredible fucking show, man. And I'm not just saying that because you're my mate, but it genuinely, what gen, genuinely was one of the best shows I've ever seen. You guys were so on point. How was that tour for you? How was that show? Uh, that show, that uh, Brisbane show was really cool, um, largely because the venue was so interesting. Mm. Um, that played a big role in the vibe of the night there was a bit of i heard a bit of bits and pieces of negative chat about it because it's kind of out of the way it's not central um venue so there was a bit of banter about Mm. uh oh fucking blah 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 oh it's you know it's out in the sticks or whatever i don't really have much of a geographical kind of concept of of queensland at all so i don't know exactly how far it is out from anything but (laughs) um people still show but yeah we so i kind of i did not have high expectations for that show because i thought fuck is anyone going to show up mm. um you know i i haven't really heard much more than a little bit of whinging really so when we got there and and sound checked um oh, there was a there was already a, a vibe because it was an exciting venue to play in i quite enjoyed the the way that place was laid out and the ceilings in that place and yeah, really cool venue. Um, and the show was, was killer, the killer turnout. And just each of those shows were just a really, really high vibration kind of, um, experience. There was no one having a bad time. It was just it's a lot of excited people all excited about the same things. And, um, yeah, really cool, really, really enjoyable run of shows, which was surprising because it actually started out on such a shit note. With um, uh, I was showering before going to the airport to go to the first show in Melbourne, and um, I'd mapped it out and planned my morning so that I've got exactly this many minutes to have a shower and this many minutes to get my shit together and get to the airport. Anyway, I get out of the shower and I've got a, a fresh notification that's just popped up on my phone saying your flight's been cancelled. And I had, you know, I was supposed to be leaving to go to the airport in the next kind of 10, 15 minutes. Mm. So I'm freaking out thinking, holy shit, you know, I've put all this work into getting our shit together to to nail these shows. And then I get this, what's going to happen? And then... um about 10 minutes later, I get a notification saying, oh, good news, your flight's been rebooked. And that flight was leaving half an hour earlier than the oh. one I was. Oh, man. I, would you know, calculated, you know, how how much time I needed to get there. So I was pretty much, I was so furious that I was ready to just go to the airport and lose my mind at 
general just any stuff that were in my way <laughs> until somebody fucking put me on a plane i was like nah fuck this shit i'm done i'm going to make an absolute nuisance of myself and make everyone everyone's day absolutely fucked um <laughs> so <laughs> I, th- I actually ca- called one of the guys in the band just to say this is where i'm at and i'm about to lose my fucking mind i'm gonna go there and make everyone have have a, a, a horrendous day and he just goes please don't do that <laughs> worst case scenario it, you know no one dies and it's you know what happens happens it's out of our control just can you please just you know make your best effort to get to the airport and and we'll take it from there so i went all right calm down and i got the flight somehow bizarrely i, I managed to catch the flight but um it was really it was a, a it was quite a stressful way to start a run of shows and they ended up putting me on some zigzag fucking flight path that meant I spent the day in transit in airports. So I pretty much rocked up to the venue and and walked straight into the backstage area and sat down and started doing warm-ups, just getting ready to play a fucking gig. So not an ideal way to start a tour, but somehow pulled a rabbit out of a hat and the show wasn't terrible and neither was neither were the other ones. So thank fuck for that. Man, that's hectic. That is, that's that's close. That's a close call. We almost had, we, we played in Sydney at Frankie's and we were on the way back and um, there was massive delays with the, with the trains and we almost missed our flight by like 10 minutes. Like we were, running with symbols coming out of bags and picking them up and man yeah, yeah. it's fucked it's, up. it's the norm now and <laughs> it, it, what shits me even more than that is the cunts that are just accepting it like yeah. oh it's just the way things are you know oh, every, we're all in this together it's a bit hard on everyone how about go fuck yourself yeah how about that you know yeah. like no <laughs> this is bullshit <laughs> do your job so, you know what i mean yeah. Sort it out. Pull your yeah. fucking socks up. That's it. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> enough, enough, enough whinging. <laughs> no, I love it, man, because it's it's real talk. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, right. it's everyone's feeling. Mm. We're gonna have everyone mm. just going. Yeah, yeah. Let's fucking burn the place down. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't do that. Uh, don't don't. Yeah. Do that but um, did you get to hang out with the the uh, emperor guys much? Yeah. Oh, not not a lot, but. Here and there, um, throughout the shows, particularly on the last, the last day when everyone's kind of limp, you know, everyone's just super chilled out, and yep. I think, um, we got on, we got on really well with their management, um, early on, like bef- far bef- before the tour, um, and. So I think that might have been a bit of a catalyst in us playing those shows. He's he's right into our stuff, and so yeah, so um, he was an absolute champion um, at at those shows. Really cool guy. The whole crew, everyone um, in that team were just all genuine good dudes, band guys, and everyone involved. It was just a really 
um cruisy thing where you can just have laughs with you with with each other and um it wasn't a kind of it wasn't a wank fest or you know um ego ego fest or anything like that it was just genuine dudes which is a breath of fresh air because it doesn't matter what scene you're in there's there's always you know plenty of egos flying around and it can get sort of tiring to be around that kind of shit so it's yeah. nice when you get to do some gigs with some like-minded you know um guys and yeah they were they were really cool guys and we had some good laughs and um yeah lots of yeah we, the last night we're just kind of taking photos and emperor guys are photo bombing shots and just being clowns and having a bit of a a bit of fun on the last night so yeah and that was the brisbane show wasn't it i think the the eaton hill show was the last show in the run um so that kind of added to the vibe of the whole night you know the fact that it was the last show and everyone's kind of just loose and you you just drop your guard and you know because you don't have to play tomorrow so let's just chill and be dickheads so yeah that's awesome, man. Because they they were very mm. polite dudes. Like Isan's absolutely a really good dude. Like yeah, really really yeah. good dude. Every time I've ever interacted with him, he's just always like super chill and friendly. No ego. Yeah, but the dude's awesome. Genius, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you yeah. say? Say, but uh, mate, you're gonna be hitting the road uh, again for the Plague of Locusts yes. tour, and uh, this is your first headline tour in ten years which for me as a fan is really fucking exciting. Um, will the set list be more focused on recent material or are you guys planning to sort of mix it up with earlier stuff as well? How's how's it shaping up? We always like to mix it up as much as we can mm. um, because it, it, every era of the band is significant to the band's legacy in its own way. So... Um, yeah, we we always try and mix it up. We don't want to play the same set. Um, we we don't want to play an identical set to the last run of shows. So we have we have mixed it up a bit. Um, so there's a couple of little surprises in there, which is which is really fun. Because um, we didn't really discuss the set list really um, for a while. Um, and I guess not really thinking about it, I was kind of just assuming that, you know, I've got to tighten up the same songs that we just did. But hmm. um, finally, there was a bit of chat and we we concluded a, a group of songs and one part of me is going, oh, fuck. So now I've got, I've got a, yeah, at least the um, previous set list was somewhat fresh in my mind. Yeah, and yeah. Now, you, now I've got to, I can do homework. I've got to relearn <laughs> shit that I haven't done for ages or whatever. But it's once I once I sort of, you know, got over that hurdle of all right, come on, let's do this. Um it actually didn't take long for for that to start being fun again and going, Oh, that's right. Yeah, I used to to do this in that bit and maybe I could do this in this section and I always used to do it this way, but that's actually a bit piss weak. I think it's better using this voice for that section and things like that. So it's kind of got some cogs mm. turning again, which is which is cool. Better to be, you know, um, have something making me think than just doing a rinse and repeat sort of thing. And that wouldn't be fair on 
anyone that was at the emperor shows, you know, to come out and go and go, Oh, right. So you're playing exactly the same set as a few months ago. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited about the set list and it does cover everything. Um, every era from, from Akasis to non to, um, void to what was the other one? Flesh is air. Mm. Revelator. I'm just yeah. scrambling to remember fucking album titles by band that I sing for. It's pretty funny. But, uh, <laughs> and and the new release, um, which is still not out. It's when nineteenth of this month, I think it's actually released. Yeah. So that, what's that? Like two weeks away or something? Something yeah, like it's, that. It's coming up quick. Two, I three weeks. It, I had it. I have it written right here. Some <laughs> in my notes. Somewhere. <laughs> but I have oh, no what oh here we go there i brought some oh look at that some homework because i know i couldn't trust myself to remember <laughs> yeah anything, october so there you go exactly what i'm, I'm not saying. making this up it's true uh, it's, no. it's the you know there we go <laughs> this guy knows what he's talking about yeah I, I usually have have it written here but it's probably just somewhere in my in my notes see there you go i'm giving away <laughs> my secrets but uh there we go Low are also joining you on the run too, um, who I think are a fucking incredible band as well. Um, how's how are you feeling about hitting the road with those guys? I think it's gonna great be great band. Great band. Um, I haven't we I don't think I don't think we've played with them. We did we did play at a festival that we were both on um in 2021. We were both yeah. on um in Tassie uh dark mofo um we we were both on that bill in 2021 so um that's that's the only time personally that i've i've got to sort of chat with any of those guys and yeah that we had we had some a few beers and a few laughs and um there's a good vibe there so and I've, i've um checked out a bit of their stuff love what they do really innovative um kind of band that sort of write their own rules which is always a positive for us you know that's that's an exciting thing for us um and that's why we do what we do because we we like doing that we're not we've we've never been the kind of band to sort of um settle and go oh that kind of works let's just keep the ball rolling because we just get bored too quickly so um yeah, I think it's a really good pairing, um, and and for, for for um anyone going to the shows as well. Like if you if you're into um what we do for similar kind of reasons, even if you haven't heard low before, it, it's pretty you know likely you you're gonna go oh fuck what the hell is that? This is this is also very interesting. That's what we want, you know. That's right. Um, writing our own rules and, um, you know, creating things that haven't been heard before and surprising people and pulling the rug out from under people and letting people settle into a false sense of security for a little while and then sort of going, oh, you thought you know where the, knew where this was going and suck shit because it's not fucking cop that. Um, and they're kind of, from, from what I know of them, they're similar kind of, um, there's a similar kind of work ethic in what they do. So I'm looking forward to sharing stages with them and 
creating some chaos. Man, I tell you what, like I think both you guys are kindred spirits in a lot of ways. Musically different, but uh, especially like Sam's a, a monster front man. You are a monster front man. I think you're both like incredibly powerful at what you do vocally and performance wise. Man, do you think maybe you guys would team up on something one day? Maybe on the have you have you spoken about anything like that? Maybe the no, two well, we haven't. But t- to be honest, um, in the last kind of oh, the last little while, there's been a few a few times where I've been hit up by different bands and or even label mates or. Um, mm. uh, mates from other bands, either over here or over on the east coast or wherever. Um, and basically, where I'm at right now is, uh, I've I've been kind of in a sort of a dark night of the soul kind of um experience in this last sort of year and a half, where a lot of things have sort of a lot of things have changed a lot of things have turned upside down a lot of the things have disappeared from my experience and i'm finding myself in a a really uh, well i found myself in a really strange place where i'm starting to question um everything around me like what the fuck am i doing um so i'm in a really strange place at the moment where i'm actually trying to figure out who the fuck am i Actually, I'm trying to figure that out. I'm trying to who the fuck is this guy? What are what what are my priorities? What are, what do I want? Um, I used to know what I want. I used to, you know, as a as a kid, there was always something I was kind of very, you know, very solid in my mind. Things that I was kind of um, striving for. But I'm yeah. in this point at the moment where I'm actually, uh, and I know this this happens with a lot of people. Um, artists uh going through extreme burnout where you get to a point where you just can't even listen to music anymore and i've um i definitely went through that uh and that had me thinking holy shit i don't like i was i was getting to the point where i was actually forcing myself to listen to music because it felt so strange that i wasn't listening to music so I'd go, what the fuck is this? I'm not a guy that doesn't listen to music. I'm a guy that listens to music all the time. Put some fucking music on. What's something that you always, that that always makes you feel excited? Yeah, that, put that on. So I'll put it on and within two, two or three songs, I just go, I cannot fucking do this. Turn it off. I can't, I can't, um, I find no joy in listening to music at all. And that gets me, that got me really concerned. Yeah. I'm thinking, fuck, is it going to come back? Am I ever going to give a fuck about music again? I'm not sure. Um, thankfully, it did come back and I started listening to music again. Um, but as for, as for what I'm actually doing music-wise, um, I'm in a place where I can pretty much only deal with what's in front of me right now. So anything else feels like overcommitment for me at the moment. Yeah. So it, it, it it's, it's enough just keeping my shit together to 
to put one foot in front of the other and and deal with what's in front of me um we, and it's it's kind of sad to admit it because i think back to you know um younger versions of myself where i would i was basically grabbing anything that was thrown at me um because it's all just new experiences so i, I was pretty much sinking my teeth into anything i could mm. um whether it was necessary whether it was even really my thing or not it was kind of like hey it's not my thing but that's that's exciting because it'll force me out of my comfort zone um and i might come up with things it through that experience that i never would have thought of had it not been for being dropped into you know um uncharted territory so yeah it kind of it kind of sucks to admit that 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 part of me um or to admit that i'm not quite i'm not there and i'm not that guy anymore and that might be temporary and maybe um you know in a year i might have ironed out enough of the internal kind of chaos that um i'm dealing with and find more space to be able to take on other commitments and to yeah. be able to sort of venture out and be excited about jumping into things again. But at the moment where I am now, I'm just trying to, I'm basically just trying to keep it simple for a while at least. Um, and even with, with the band, I, I really took a step back from things somewhere, somewhere along the line it's and it's kind of in and out. I'll I'll kind yeah. of take a step back for a while, and then I I feel like maybe I've got a bit of space to sort of be a bit more involved, and so I'll kind of you know um, get into it and discuss some shit. But it feels like it's always kind of got a limit on it. Of at some point, I kind of reach that kind of maximum capacity, and again, and just go nut. I have to step back keep me out of it what you guys um you know if you guys are happy with with um the track listing for example for for plague of locusts whatever mm. you're happy with i'm happy with i don't have the capacity right now to have a conversation about order of songs i i just can't even um there's no i'm just maxed out <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've, I've reached capacity. I'm I'm really burnt out, and it's not burnt out specifically because of um, music, uh, because of band commitments. It's it's just a, a collection of a lot of things that have kind of changed um, in the last year and a half. So, and and not just that, but I mean the last the last three years have been um, have been taxing on everyone, and then on top of it, there's my own sort of personal and internal complications that I've been trying to make sense of and um, figure out. So yeah, as far as collaboration stuff goes, there's not a lot of chat about that in general um, just because I'm, I'm just in a place where I don't feel like I've got much to, it's, 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 um, 
it's enough just keeping it together to show up yeah. for the the tasks that are in front of me. So anything outside of that, I've just been politely declining and saying, hey, nothing against your band, nothing like this this song kicks ass or mm. this album sounds great or whatever, um, but you're just asking the wrong guy or at the wrong time at, at least. So, yeah. That was That's a very long, long-winded way of answering oh, a very man. simple question. I'm very good at that, so be careful what you ask for. <laughs> no, dude, I appreciate. I really appreciate your honesty with that, man. Like, you know, mm. that's that's a good answer. The tour is, of course, uh, in support of uh, the new Mentor single and album, uh, Plague of Locusts. I do like the play on words there too. Um, it has uh, the single uh, has some really great. What's I talking about? Let me. Let me rewind that. It's uh, it's late here, so my brain isn't working properly. I don't know. That's what, all right. Mine was... mine never works properly, so we're <laughs> you're you're in good company. I was like, like I my, I just went way off the rails. <laughs> um, that's what I was talking about. Of course, um, it's it's got some great interpretations of songs by like Killing Joke, Alice in Chains, My Dying Bride, and a few others. Um, how did the idea come about? Because it's really fucking cool. Like a lot of things with this band, um, it we tend to start off with some small idea and it kind of becomes a bit, it, it, it gets a bit dragged out and then evolves and something that was meant to start off as one thing is, you know, kind of exploded out into a whole album's worth of bizarre cover choices so it, it, it originally there were two songs which we tracked during the revelator sessions mm. which were going to be kind of b-sides um to sort of put out as like a bonus follow-up to the album just as like some extra trinkets to kind of throw out there um for a bit of fun really mm. um but as those songs kind of evolved, um, as we're as we're playing playing around with trial and error, trying to find the right balance between, because ultimately, that's what it comes down to is trying to find this balance between really honouring the artists that we're paying respects to, mm. honouring their their. Um, <clears throat> their vision and and the sentiment behind the song and also honoring ourselves and doing the you know not trying to be something we're not mm. and it's a it can be a, particularly with a band like us with which is quite densely um quite densely layered um soundtracky type you know stuff with a lot going on um and doing covers of of bands that are a lot more some of them are, are a lot more straight straightforward kind of um arrangements and or deliveries or um whatever so finding that balance between honoring them and honoring ourselves is it really tricky particularly with those kind of songs because it's like holy shit how much can we fuck with this before it's just you know blasphemous to the the um the original creator 
so it's a it was a real tender line to sort of to to walk um and so i can only hope that it comes across um the way that we hoped it would come across because um yeah there were definitely points um where i found myself scratching my head going fuck i actually don't know if i'm too far one side of the line or the other yeah. with this song. like am i just fucking hell is it, you, it's, i'm i'm pretty bad with sitting too close to the canvas um it's kind of an uh, a terrible habit of mine with with recording music or artwork i tend to yeah sit too close to the canvas for too long and then start going actually i've got no fucking clue what i'm doing what the fuck am i doing am i just ruining this is this you know am i um it, it like the alice in chains cover as one example was one that at one uh, 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 there was a point where i really thought this is going to piss off anyone that's into Alice in Chains. Like any Alice in Chains fans are going to hear this and go, why would you do that? You have ruined a song I really like. And Amenta fans are going to hear it and go, what the fuck is this? This is meant to be the Amenta, but here you are doing this um, alternative rock cover from the early 90s. What the fuck is going on? I've, I've that, that, that song in particular felt like I was kind of... Oh, on the fence leaning a little bit this way, a little bit that way. And there was a lot of trial and error. And it, even when I would kind of land something that felt, yeah, I think this is right. I think this, this feels right. Um, I'd listen to it the next day and go, fuck, this is fucked. I don't think this is, I'm not sure this is possible to get this to actually land in the way that it needs to to get across the way that I'm hoping it will um but the other guy it was a, it was a bit easier for the other guys they were a lot more um confident in the moving forward with it and um no we got this we got this it's cool it's good you know um let it go and so I just went okay look if you guys are happy I'm fucking walking away I'm just going to leave it there and with my fingers crossed and hope that um, it doesn't offend too many <laughs> fans of the mentor or Alison Chains or both, but the feedback from that um, song was surprisingly good. I was kind of waiting, uh, sitting back, waiting for the scathing. Um, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is you, you know a total um, rip fest, but it's pff, somehow um, we did good on that. By the sounds of it, I haven't absolutely. Yeah, cool. <laughs> okay, so you want to finish dude, it's fucking so good. really cool. Like it's really, awesome. really good. Man, like that awesome. that killing jo man, I'm a massive killing joe fan. And it just fucking it just nails it. But the thing about it I like is you you put it, it's a mentorized. That's not even a word. I just made that up. But you just I just made it. You word. know what I mean? Yeah. I wouldn't want to hear it exactly the fucking same. You know, if yeah. I, I I guess if it was exactly the same. I, I would have been like, oh, it's exactly the same. But when I listened to those those songs, they were just it gave it a new life, gave it a new spin from what I've heard before a million times. And it's fucking awesome. real, man. And dark. Uh, thank you so much. So fucking dark, man. I was like, <laughs> I've never heard that song like that. 
Oh, it's, it's a know, dark you know, song. But actually, that reminds me of a comment <clears throat> that um really uh hit home with me and really helped me kind of rest easy was uh it was garth actually who is the camera guy director editor that worked with me on all of the revelator videos Hmm. and he shot some of the he shot uh the he shot my parts for the um, plague of locust video in in wa um I wanted to pl- because we are ve- we we're very on the same page with a lot of things uh, um artistically like visually and and sonically even yeah. though we're kind of into different things um I can play him something and know that even if it's not really up necessarily his thing he'll appreciate it in the same way that I appreciate it we we we're kind of on the same page with a lot of these things so I thought I really want to play him this Alison Chain song, but I, I don't want him to know what I'm playing him. I just want to say, oh, here's, here's um one of the tracks from the new release that's we've we've just got the masters back. I just wanted to try it on someone without telling you what it is or anything. I just want a genuine immediate response of how I want to know how you're affected by this. Because mm. I was really stressing about about that song, um, largely because I'm I am a, a huge Alice in Chains fan and particularly Dirt. Um, I studied that so hard from um, early teens for for you know till now, um, and I'm constantly dis- discovering over the years discovering new little tiny fragments of um detail with maybe transitioning of technique vocal wise from from this line to that line or uh different kinds of little inflections and really fine details um i've always really enjoyed that album and 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 sung that whole album back to front you know since i was a teenager so the idea of attempting to cover that song in any way that's different to the way that I've jammed it, you know, countless times over the years just feels like I'm ruining it. So it was really, you know, I felt like I was really going against myself. I had to really fight to un, to try and sort of unlearn um, what something that was so familiar to me. Um, But I played this song to Garth and the, one of the things that really stuck with me was in the chorus of the song, he says he didn't say anything while we were listening to it except when it when it clicked what the song was he kind yeah. of looked at me and went oh oh whoa like i didn't know what was happening but it's just clicked and boy oh boy you really got me there i had no idea what was happening and now i know what it is and this is taking me on a bit of a journey kind of thing but he didn't say any anything he just listened to it through and and the comment afterwards was, man, the chorus of that song in the original is the point where the song lifts because yes. it goes from this depressing kind of um, sentiment and then there's th- that chorus comes in and even though lyrically it's it's um, 
you know, it's 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 basically a, a, a depressing song all the way through, but the chorus gives it enough of a lift to kind of create this dynamic that it gives you almost like a sense of hope. Like even though everything's fucked, the chorus comes in and you're like, you can kind of breathe for a bit before you get dropped back into the seriousness of the next verse. But this version that you guys have done, you don't get to have that breather. It doesn't become, it doesn't lift there. It sort of hints at lifting, but then doesn't deliver. And you just, you just you just remain uncomfortable and i just laughed and i was like fuck yeah okay that's something so um you know i'll 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 go with that even if the you know the general feedback is these guys are cunts and why would you cover this song and you've ruined my fa-, you know at least there's that you know so i kind of just put that in my back pocket and went all right let's just chill whatever happens happens you know at the end of the day at least that's pretty cool so Hopefully it comes across that way with with other people. Absolutely, man. I I, I can guarantee it. I, I would love to hear what Jerry thinks of it. I think Jerry would love it. <laughs> Possibly. I hope I would hope I would I would hope that he would get some kick out of it. I think he he's, he loves his metal. He loves his heavy shit. Old Jerry Cantrell's written some of the yeah, yeah. fucking riffs around but i think oh, um, yeah yeah it's it's not that i think he'd be um put off by heaviness or darkness yeah, or yeah, anything yeah. Like, absolutely but yeah um but yeah i also wouldn't want to assume he he might listen to it and go oh bunch of wankers what the fuck is that <laughs> no. i don't know I don't, I don't know the guy but you maybe you'll have to get him on just to <laughs> just to force him to listen to that song and get a review from him I would love to. I only, I've only had, I've only spoken to him once. It was brief, but he was, uh, he was very, <clears> cool, very chill. So, uh, awesome. Hey, man, if I ever get a chance again, I'll be bringing it up. I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, Jesus, Jerry, Jerry, yeah. <laughs> fuck it, listen to this, Jerry. But, um, you know, uh, of course, uh, what was I talking about? Yeah, we're talking- See, this is what happens to me on a on a Tuesday night. Um, I've got a feeling I spiraled. I think you asked a more broad question and then I spiraled into a small detail. I and I love it. No, no, I'm just, I've, I've just, uh, it's been a long, long year. Um, <laughs> of course, a few other people uh, worked on it behind the scenes, like uh, Chris Melko from Monolith Studios. Uh, he's a great dude. Uh, you got with Joe Haley as well. Also dropped some guitars in there. Um, was that Joe's leads are great. His the leads he brought to the release would I I don't think I heard any of his parts until way late in the process. So I got so used to these being the kind of bare bones. Yeah. Um, right up till yeah, very very late in the process, and so that was kind of I'd forgotten that he was even tracking anything for the for that for those songs, and I'm listening to the um a playthrough of the songs listening to one of the early mixes maybe or something. And um, this lead comes tearing out from nowhere and I'm sitting there with headphones cranked to fuckery. And then Joe just comes, you know, tearing my fucking head off. I'm like, what, where the fuck did that come from? (laughs) It's, it's evil Joe back in action. Sounds so good, man. It's so good. Was that that like, Obviously, was that a creative decision or 
was it due that everyone was all over the place in, in the country? Did, did you I think it's go, just oh. because uh, uh, I think it's just the old kind of sort of reaching out to the Amenta family kind of thing, and there was uh, there were two songs which had lead sections, which was Angry Chair and the Lord Chaos cover, um, Crystal Lakes. Mm. Uh, which had lead sections, and it, I, I guess it was probably just Eric probably just thought, oh, this would be a fun thing to see if Joe's keen to, you know, step back in to make some noise, and thankfully he did because the way that he actually approached those leads just really, um, he he just knows how to work work for the song in everything he does you know he's he's not one of those look at me kind of players he's 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 a meticulous um craftsman in what he does so he jumped in there and and just put the cherry on the on the cake for this for those songs it's really cool absolutely and what what about working with uh dudes like chris with, from monolith and stuff like was that because everyone sort of sp- as as I meant, like everyone sort of split up everywhere all over the country. Was it sort of was that because it was easier to get to him, or was it like something that you guys want to work with him on? How'd that come about? To be honest, like I was saying before, I've there's I've been I I really did take quite a step back. So, and I wanted everyone to understand where I was at, and just you know, I. I'm kind of stepping back. Um, you guys know what you're doing. You know that if if everyone's happy, I'll be happy. Don't stress. Just go. Just keep the ball rolling. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I don't even know if I don't actually specifically remember a time where anything about Joe was brought up or anything. I just it was just a cool surprise that. Yeah, yeah, these, yeah. Um, these collaborative efforts kind of fell into place and and just really worked for those songs so well. So, um, yeah, just really cool little um gems. Yeah, that, that have made something that could have been a bit of a you know B side throwaway whatever kind of thing as happens you know with um cover releases like a lot of them a lot of times when bands try doing stuff like that it kind of just goes right under the radar and but this went from let's knock out a couple of you know two two covers as a bit of a bonus like thing to throw out after the album and it sprawled out into something that a lot of a lot of um very delicate crafting did go into the whole thing on all departments so yeah. Yeah. That's about all I can tell you as far as that goes. Oh man, you can hear it. And I love I love it. It's, it, it seems very collaborative by a lot mm. of people. Like it's a labor of love from a lot of people. It's fucking amazing. And uh, Alana Sibison, I think I think Yeah. Her name is I, I'm not familiar with with her work, but that's really cool. How how did that team up sort of come about? That that came up because she is a vocal coach, a, f- a phenomenal vocal coach. Um, that I've I've been good friends with for a long time, 
through you know tours and just being around the same bands and stuff like that and she it was actually her who was the driving force behind convincing me to start vocal coaching in WA yeah well um because I'd done a bit of she'd she'd invited me to do some vocal work with her a long time ago because um she'd been teaching for ages she's been uh, you know uh, teaching international international um clients from some pretty significant um bands and things like that over the years and i had a session with her once in melbourne um just to have a go and see if maybe she could sort of open me up to some some blind spots that i may have had vocal wise and so I did a workshop with her and then went home uh, with some, with some, um, some stuff to work on, like some, some warm ups and things to tinker around with. And I was kind of annoyed that she had actually shone a light on some bright, some blind spots that I wasn't aware I had. So I was like, fuck, fuck. She's right. Like that's wow. Okay. That's some, that's some that's given me some homework to to fuck with and some things that I I can expand on that I didn't realize I I could be expanding on so um but she was really encouraging saying like I know yeah I'm showing you some stuff but don't let that take away from how much you do know cuz you're doing so much crazy shit and um you should really be teaching you're you're a, a you're you're a natural really from our conversations you could mm. you could really do well doing that so i was teaching for six years um which ended about a year and a half ago i lost my studio so i don't have a studio to to teach anymore but to be honest it's it's actually been something that like a lot of things have been a better a bit of a breath of fresh air to take a step back from because i i think i was just I, I have been really burnt out for a while and just basically managing burnout for years. So stepping away from a few things is simplifying life a bit has been necessary for me. But anyway, she kind of encouraged me to start teaching and I loved it immediately. Um, and I've made some of, um, I've made some amazing uh, lifelong um, friendships with people that I've, I've taught that even if I don't see them for 10 years, we'll always have an amazing bond when we do catch up. It's a, it's, it was a really cool journey. Um, but Alana's a fa an amazing vocalist mm. as well as a teacher. So when the, my dying bride song came up, which I think may have been, I have a feeling that was one of Tim's, uh, suggestions, um, and it's just me, I'd be doing the spoken male vocal and we're going to need to get a chick to do the the chick part. And immediately it was just like, well, of course, I'll see, I'll see if Alana's available to do it. So I got in touch with her and said, hey, we're doing this thing. Um, is there any chance you might have time to, to for us to be able to book you in to track some stuff? And um, she said, yeah, send me the original so I can have a listen to the song immediately uh you know 
tornado of ideas of how she could approach it started coming together and um since she's kind of looked back on it and gone fuck i kind of wish i got a bit crazy with it now because i was i was i was deliberately trying to kind of rein it in Mm. to not get too carried away but fuck i could have done this i could have done this like just subtle things that could have um but i think that's the case with most artists you're you know you always tend to look back at stuff you've done and see what you could have done better. And it just means you're passionate about what you do. So, but I was, um, all of us were thrilled when we got the track sent through. Um, and just, it was just immediately like, uh, yep, that's it. That's, that's what's supposed to go there. That's for damn sure. So yeah, another one of those cool gems that, that's that's there if you're looking for them there's there's all sorts of crazy little gems in in that release which is amazing because i really didn't think of it being that kind of a project when Mm. we started it it was just two songs that we thought oh maybe we should do another one or two songs fuck if we're gonna do do that we may as well just do a whole album's worth of shit okay (laughs) cool snowball it just kind of snowballed um and i'm glad it did because far out when because i yeah i had taken a huge step back at the point um of looking at the actual track list order Mm. and um so when the final when the final masters were done i was sent uh, a link to listen to the the full release mastered and um i deliberately avoided checking what order the songs were in because i didn't want to know i hadn't listened to them for a while at that point i'd I'd had a good distance from the songs Mm. and i put headphones cranked the fuck out of them and i sat there in the sat there in the dark i wanted to be in pitch black so i'm just only dealing with sound uh, and i want no idea what what next what the next song is going to be after this song finishes i want it to be a surprise every time i want this to be as fresh as possible um to see how you know what what how does this journey play out and at that point i was pretty worn out and wasn't particularly enthusiastic about anything really i was just like all right here's the the masters i should do the right thing and have a listen um, you know, if I'm going to do it, let's make an event out of it and, you know, let's treat it seriously and headphones on, all right, loud as fuck, pitch black, eyes closed. Um, and it was like a roller coaster through hell. It actually felt like, because there's no visual yeah, um, yeah, stimulation yeah. at all, yep. I'm just yep. getting this really thick, dense, um, atmospheric hellish kind of experience because it starts off with the diamanda glass track which is just horrific um i mean the song the original is horrific it's it's a frightening track and when uh when eric sent through the his first rough demo of his interpretation of it it was a real surprise because I was like, what the fuck? This isn't supposed to be 
a song. It's supposed to be an abstract kind of art piece, yeah, yeah. which is what I was kind of gearing up for. And now you're throwing this at me. And so at first for a split second, I was kind of like, what the fuck? You've turned it into a, a, a song, a, you know, an extreme metal song. But within a few seconds, I just went, holy shit. He's completely sat down and combed through every fucking element of this song. And he's somehow twisted what was this art piece into this vicious, um, horrendous black metal track, essentially, really um, avant-garde black metal track. Um, so what a great way to start the release with that. That was a, 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 a cool surprise for that to be the opener i didn't think anyone would have picked that to open the release with but it was a great surprise and then by the time i got through that um that vicious kind of um experience of the first song i come out the other end like fuck now what am i get now where is this taking me what am i being thrown into from from the tail of this world what what fucked up world am i getting thrown into next and i just found that was happening with each song every time a song finished i had yep. this feeling of like kind of exhaustion <laughs> because it's because the the production actually did end up um coming out really really rich and dense and uh severely atmospheric um and you really it it throws you around like a rag doll yeah, the, man. the release just throws you around like a ragdoll. You don't, you lose your bearings. I don't know where the fuck I am anymore. Oh no, now where am I? Oh fuck, I'm not ready for this. Fuck, this is hard work. It was, <laughs> that's, it's an ideal kind of outcome. So I've gone from a kind of, um, I'm, I'm pretty fucked and exhausted and, um, not particularly excited about anything, to submerging myself in this this um hell ride and getting through the other side of it and going fuck wow okay we did that wow all right that was kind of worthwhile <laughs> go team <laughs> from something that was a muck around it it sort of fleshed out into um yeah the the awesome. i was i was laughing to myself one day thinking if this was if this was a horror film what would the tagline be and the f the first thing I thought was um, a roller coaster through hell because that that is what it felt like, but I thought that's too kind of generic. It's too straight. Um, yeah, and I'm thinking I'm just kind of imagining like '80s VHS horror film covers and thinking if this album was a fucking some cult underground horror film from the '80s, what would the tagline be? And I just thought like for the promo for the trailer for this this film it would have to say something like you will shit your pants <laughs> you will piss the bed a roller coaster through hell your mentor blah 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 whatever but you will shit your pants you will piss the bed like it is it's actually really fucking yeah. horrible <laughs> yeah i mean i did but it's, um, it's, no it's telling a rollicking good time. It yeah. is a oh, fucking really good time. I appreciate your honesty. I really yeah. do. We're all yeah, friends No one's going to know. Um, <laughs> um, it's fucking great, man. Like, I really, really enjoy it. And I think everyone else is going to enjoy it as soon as it drops. 
you know, that you are not prepared to shit. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, but uh, Zoom's doing that thing again. That's all right. I oh, my bad. And I, you know, it's like you have 10 seconds to comply. Um, <laughs> but man, it's it's always a pleasure talking to you, man. It's, you know, likewise, you don't do this enough. But, um, and yeah, I really hope that people come out and make the most of this run of shows because, um, so much goes into pulling this shit together and we're really excited to create some real fucking chaos on this run. So get out there, come, come party with us on the calendar, man. I tell you, it's on my calendar. I'm crossing Fuck it off. Yes. I fucking can't wait. And at the zoo as well. Not yeah, not the zoo. It's at the zoo. I'm just right? looking at the the zoo. Uh, the zoo. Yeah. The zoo. There's no zoo on this fucking flyer that I brought as my cheat sheet. We're playing at the soap box in Brisbane. Oh, soapbox. I thought it was zoo. I, thought... I don't know what the zoo is. I've never I've never oh, been it's, to it's, the... it's 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 around the globe. But um yeah, I'd be at the venue going, Oh, where is everybody? <laughs> the party's down the corner. Glad we had this little show. I know, I'm glad you're like, Where are you now, you fuckhead? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm at the wrong venue. Not the hey, that almost happened to me with uh who was it? Cattle decapitation the other week. Oh shit. Brutal. Yeah, I was like, I was trying to book um parking and my best mates are like, That's a fucking really long way away from the venue. I'm like Oh man, it's just around the corner. And he's like, <laughs> hit the Triffid dickhead. And I was like, oh, and I almost like wow. paid for parking. And we would have had to walk for like blocks and blocks and blocks. Holy shit. Getting old. You're as bad as I am. That's cool. That's really work. comforting. It's very comforting. There are others. It's not just me. No, no, no. Sometimes I'm, I'm meant to be, sometimes I'm playing at the show and it's, I find this, that situation pops up. No, I'm not that bad. I have missed some flights. In oh. time, but they were only flights home after a tour. At least it's uh, some. The ones two shows, I, I I go above and beyond to make sure that I make it. But home, it's like uh whatever. If I miss it, it'll suck. But I'll yeah. live. Oh, but yeah. Man. So the dates: November sixteen to December second, where the dates all land: Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide, Brisbane, Perth. It's gonna be it's rock. I'm going to have all the links down here in the show notes and on the website, which I'm just pointing at my roof at currently, but it will be on there. Um, Kane, brother, it's it, as I said, it's always a pleasure talking to you, man. And uh, if you ever, ever need a chat or hang out, you know where I'm at. Thank you so much. Very appreciated. And uh, yeah, let's let's chat more. And I can't wait to hang out at the show. It's going to be rad.